More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Gonna tell it like it really is We know Haney doesn't give a sh Silencing critics, eliminate misses Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better Everybody knows the name, read about it We're golf teachers, hall of fame, never doubt it It's time for the truth, here's our dude You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney it's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Listening to Haney. Hello, everyone. Hank Haney here. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. I am recording on nofilter.net, and you can also find my podcast now on YouTube. Just go to at Hank Haney Podcast on YouTube, and you can uh, view it in person, not just listen to it. Of course, you can still listen to it anywhere you get your podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Podcast is brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com. That is my website. That's where you go to find out information about uh, lessons from me if you are so inclined. And uh, I've been... Teaching up a storm, having a great time teaching. A lot of great students. You know, I, I did a podcast the other day, and I talked about my how my career has gone like full circle. And I have to tell you, you know, when you're a teacher, people think I only like you know, especially when you've worked with touring pros. And obviously, I've worked with the best of the best. But people will will think, oh, he just wants to work with good players or players with a lot of talent. I I like to help anybody. I mean, I get the most enjoyment out of helping beginning golfers because I feel like, you know, you're, you're creating a, a, a golfer, somebody that's going to, you know, love the game and be into the game. So anyway, the, 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 uh, the, the thought is, is that anybody who loves golf is a friend of mine. And I appreciate you listening to the podcast. Uh, today, I want to talk about some of the news that has come out. Well, of course, the, 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 the uh, PGA Tour is playing uh, this week down in, uh, it's the Cognizant or something. It used to be the Honda. Of course, Honda bailed uh, on the tournament down there in Palm Beach. And they've got uh, Roy McIlroy playing this week. The, the fields have been awful. I mean, they got issues. I mean, you can, you, you, you can 
call it whatever you want, but let me tell you something. They got issues, and they they know they got issues. You know, the Krupkoff media tries to cover it up as best they can, and they are in full swing right now, the Krupkoff media. I mean, they are swinging for the fences. They are besides themselves with everything that's that's coming out. But let's just look at the Mexican Open. Did you see that? I, I can't tell you the amount of texts and emails I get from people saying, like, Hank, what is the deal with this leaderboard? Who are these players? These guys could be in the witness protection plan. Nobody knows who they are. And the ratings are horrific. I mean, absolutely horrific. And don't, but no, no, no matter what you do, no matter what you do, do not try to tell me. This is Hank you're talking to here. Do not try to tell me. That, that it is hard to win on the PGA Tour. It has never been easier to win on the PGA Tour. Mexican Open, Saturday's round on NBC, down 23%. Sunday's round, final round, Mexican Open, down 49%. They have got to figure something out. Golf is good. The, the professional golf is going to have a total restructure. There is no doubt about it. Let's face it. There, there's there's too many tournaments. I read this. I was reading this article about how the guys on the Corn Ferry Tour, which is the the tour you play your way onto the PGA Tour with, you get 30 guys each year get from the Corn Ferry Tour to the PGA Tour, and these guys aren't getting in tournaments. Of course, you got the signature events they can't get in. They're not getting in the tournaments that they should be getting in, or they think they're getting in, or they hope they're getting in. Nobody's happy about this. I talked about it the other day. Players are playing less. That's what they're going to do when they make more money. And I, I, this is my biggest thing. I, 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 I think is is a big issue. You know, they raise the purses. They raise the amount of money everybody's making. People are making all this money over there. The guys that went to LIV are making all this money, and. And I, I watch these PGA Tour players talking about how we don't want those guys to come back to the PGA Tour. They don't want to come back to the PGA Tour. What is it that people don't understand about this? How can you not understand this simple, simple situation? When players get paid more money, they've got and they've got more money than they know what to do with. They're they're financially set. Now what do they want? You think they want more money? Like, like, show me a guy that that you know makes twice the amount of money he was making, and still wants to work just as hard and work just as many days. Few and far, but there's some of them. I mean, there's Michael Jordan, there's Kobe Bryant, there's you know Tom Brady. I mean, there's there there are out there. I'm not saying they're not. Uh, you know, no matter how much money Tiger Woods made, he he still worked his butt off. But the most people, most people, the majority of people, when they get to a certain amount of income, they now they start thinking about their lifestyle, and and, and that's where you are. These players that are playing on the LIV tour, they don't want to come back to the PGA Tour. Jordan Spieth can say they don't, they shouldn't come back. Scotty Scheffler can say they shouldn't come back. You can say whatever you want, but they don't want to come back. They're playing 14 LIV events. They'll play the four majors. 
And that's the subject we're getting into about them, you know, players getting in the majors. And then they're going to play maybe a couple other events, and they're good. That's 20 tournaments, good to go. You know, NFL, they play, you know, 17 weeks, okay? PGA Tour, they're playing 20 weeks, like I just said, and, and that's three more than the NFL. NFL plays a couple exhibition games, but guys don't even play those. Uh, PGA Tour, you play 20 weeks, and you play four days of tournaments, and, and, you know, you got 80, 80 days of work. Guess how many basketball games they play in a year? They play like 82 games a year. They play 82 NHL games here. That's a good season right there. 20 weeks, 21 weeks, 22 weeks for a professional athlete. That is plenty. Maybe some years you, know, you play a few more. But to think that these LIV players want to come back and play a full schedule on the PGA Tour is just, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, they don't want to do that, guys. That's not going to happen because they don't even care about doing it. They don't want to do it. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, 
navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to talk about this. They're interviewing Roy McIlroy down there at the, the Honda. Well, it's not the Honda. It's the Cognizant. They're, they're interviewing him down there. And uh, you, you know the questions. He knows the question's going to come up. Because the, the article came out with Chubby Chandler, who used to be his agent, and I still, is, I still think they're, they're you know, friends. Chubby has represented a lot of players over the years. Lee Westwood, Darren Clark, a lot, a lot of great players, great European players. If you're a great European player, back in the day, you got Chubby Chandler to represent you. The guy is very, very well connected in golf, and he knows, he, he, he knows everybody in golf. Let's just, let's just put it that way. He made the comment that Rory McIlroy has changed his tune and he's postured himself, and, and, and that's been very obvious. You remember at the beginning of the year when Rory made the comment, he said, in the last two years, I have taken a very, very altruistic approach to my thinking. And I thought that the world should be, and he's talking about the golf world, I, shot, I thought the golf world should be what I hoped it would be, not what it now all of a sudden he's changed his tune and he's and then you know John Rahm left and you know I can't blame a guy for making a decision and uh, you know the, the great uh, tweet by uh, Jenna Sims Brooks Brooks uh, Kepka's wife at the beginning of the year and when she said New Year New Rory I was a little down on Rory I got to admit too much negative talking about LIV yeah, I'm gonna give him a little credit here he's coming around. He's not so negative now. And matter of fact, he's very positive. Even backed up, uh, you know, uh, Taylor Gooch when they were asking about that because Taylor Gooch said if the best players aren't in the majors, uh, then then you should be put an asterisk there. And 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 by the way, Taylor Gooch is a is a good player. I mean, come on, people. He was he was top thirty when he went to LIV. Now he's like two hundred fiftieth or something because of the corrupt World Golf rankings. He won three times last year on LIV. He was LIV Player of the Year. I mean, are you tell? I mean, come on. Are you seriously telling me that Taylor Gooch shouldn't be in the Masters? That he's not one of the best players in the world? That he shouldn't be in the? I mean, that that's ridiculous. And even Rory, you know, tried to kind of explain because they twist the, the corrupt golf media twists the quotes all out. You know, they pick a little thing, you know, and and uh, you know Taylor Gooch said there should be an asterisk if the players, but you know, he's it was a whole wide ranging interview. Of course, they just picked the one side. They love to do that. You know, that's how they do. You know, everybody knows that's how they do. It's a game they play. It's corrupt. And, and and they know who they are. All the Krupkoff media, they know who they are. But the, the, this is a, the, this is Rory backing them up, and Rory's just done the total flip flopper. He's positioning himself where he, he's basically when he makes a comment. Okay, when he says, you know, last two years I've taken an altruistic view of things, and that probably wasn't right. When he says uh, John Rahm should be on the Ryder Cup. 
when he says Taylor Gooch, uh, you know, this is what he probably, you know, meant or whatever, and, you know, it doesn't pile right on him. And when he does all this stuff, those are all signals that he is open for business, that uh, send me the offer and uh, let me take a look at it. Anybody who doesn't think this is the case is just got their head in the sand. So they asked Rory, what, what about Chubby Chandler's uh, comments? And, of course, Chubby said that, you know, Rory is, is, is it's a good chance he's going to LIV based on the way he's talking. And then at the end of the interview with Chubby Chandler, he said, well, there's maybe a 10% chance. And then they asked Rory, and Rory knows this question's coming. He said, weeks to think about, okay, how am I going to answer this question? And he comes with, uh, well, he might, Chubby Chandler might know, a, 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 he might so th- know some things. He might know some things. All right, that, now that's, you know, the, the Krupkoff media says, you know, they write in their article, well, you don't know how serious he was when he said that. <laughs> well, you knew how serious he was when he was ripping the LIV and said he, he wished they would go away and, and hated them and everything else. And now all of a sudden his tunes are changing. And now when his tunes are changing, everybody says, well, you don't know how serious he was. Let me tell you something. It's not hard to tell how serious he was. That means something. So he said Chubby Chandler might know a few things. And then they asked Rory about the uh, percentages. He said, you know, Chubby Chandler said there's a chance you're going to LIV based on the way you were talking. And Rory says he might know a few things. Then they asked him, uh, you know, but he said the percentage was like 10%. uh, You know, but at first he said the percentage was pretty high. And Rory comes with, well, you know, it, it, it might be somewhere in between. It might be somewhere in between 10% and pretty high. What does that mean? When most people would hear that, I think they would think they're getting close to my number. Uh, maybe I need a little more time to uh, back myself out of the hole I was in because I uh, was... But Roy doesn't have any problem apologizing. Chubby Chandler said that, or, you know, hey, I, I, I had things wrong. I... I Rory said that golf needs to be a global game. This is this it's it's gonna it's gonna end up that way. The PGA Tour is gonna be a mess for a couple years until this thing gets figured out. Schedules are set and this and that. Rory, what's Rory? Thirty five years old. I mean, how many more years does does he have? I mean, I yeah, I, I know he could win until he's in his forties there, but realistically. Realistically, when you're a 35-year-old professional athlete, forget about a 48-year-old professional athlete in Tiger Woods, a 35-year-old professional athlete, the end is closer than the beginning. It just, it just is. Golf, you can play a lot longer, but the end is closer than the beginning. And if years get wasted, you know, and, and I think everybody's pretty much realizes now that this whole play for the legacy stuff was just a bunch of baloney to begin with. Every tournament's an exhibition except for the majors. Uh, Rory's got four majors. He's looking for a fifth. He's, it's been forever since he's won one. Uh, he's, he's in the Hall of Fame. He's played in a million, million uh, you know, Ryder Cups. Why wouldn't he take the money? What could he possibly be thinking by not taking the money? And, and you know why he didn't take the money? Because he had this altruistic view, like he said, 
And they also funneled them a bunch of money. You know, the PGA Tour did. And then they set up that TGL, which was the, you know, simulator golf league. And, and they had that thing going until the tent blew down because there was just a tent in Florida that they were going to have this thing in. It blew down in a storm. And that got pushed back. And, uh, you know, he's still got that where he, 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 if he stays, he makes all that money on that. Obviously, something's changed with Rory. I, you know what? It wouldn't surprise me in the least. And I, for, for the corrupt golf media that thinks the LIV is going away, I mean, <laughs> they are not going away. And the whole tour is going to get restructured, the PGA Tour, because it is, it is not good right now. It is not, even the signature events. I mean, there's no, nothing signature about those ratings. Uh, you know, even when Tiger played for a, a day and a half, those ratings were not good. And it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough go. But I think things will work out. I really do. Uh, I think it's gonna. I think in in two years we're gonna look back. And there's going to be some kind of global tour. I think Rory knows when he says that golf needs to have a global tour. There's going to be a global tour. You know what I think is going to happen? All these other tours are going to feed into to one tour with the, with the best players. And maybe not the best players. Because it may take you a while to qualify for this tour. So I don't think they're all the best players. But I think they're going to be the best known players. You know, it used to be it used to be that when you won a major, and people look at majors and they think, oh, you win a major, you make all this money. Well, you get no, you get the notoriety. What comes with notoriety? Money, endorsements. So from a player's standpoint, one of the main reasons, and I caught I taught touring pros for 35 years. One of the main reasons that pros wanted to win major championships is because they knew that would set them up with endorsements and appearances for a long time, probably the rest of their career. Okay, One of the reasons they wanted to be a, you know, a captain of a Ryder Cup team is because they knew it would set them up with endorsements and uh, appearances for a pretty a long time, maybe the rest of their career. That, that's, just, that's just a fact. I think what's going to happen is you, you you win a major, and that's going to get you on the notoriety tour, where where the best players are not just the best players, but the maybe the best known players. You know, because a lot of people are critical of the LIV. They got players. Oh, this guy's over the hill. Yeah, well, he maybe a little bit. Yeah, but he won a major. People know who he is. Uh, maybe there's a guy over there on the Corn Ferry that uh, is better player than this guy. I don't know. Nobody, nobody knows who the guy is. Nobody wants to watch the guy. Nobody has any inkling to watch the guy. Nobody's going to tune into TV to watch the guy. Uh, they're not watching the Mexican Open. They're not watching the American Express. They're not watching anything. But they'll watch this guy because they saw him win the Masters. They saw him win the Open. And matter of fact, you know what? This has already happened. This has already happened. Cam Smith won the the uh, the Open Championship, and where did he go? He went to LIV, and you know what? It's already happened. John Rahm won the Masters, and where did he go? He went to to LIV. You're gonna you're gonna win a big tournament. You're gonna become a known player, and then you're gonna set yourself up to go play someplace where you can make a bunch of money. Isn't that kind of like other sports? Where you get your first contract, you 
go out and play really good in your first few years in the league, hockey, basketball, football, baseball, you play your, and then you reach free agency. And when you reach free agency, what does every single player do? They sign with any team. Do they, do they pick a team out and say, I can win the championship with this team? Players who, who are on their first attempt, their first go-around, their first round of free agency, do they sign with a team that they think can win the championship? Maybe some have. Maybe there's two offers they have. Maybe there's this offer and this offer, and these teams are close uh, in offer, and this team's a better team. I'll go with this team. But let me tell you something. If they're not close, if that offer's not close, and in, in, in a lot of cases, even if it is close, they are going to take the highest offer, and that's what they do. And the same thing is going to happen in golf that has happened in these other sports. It's the same exact thing. And when players win and when players get known and they build themselves up, they are going to take that opportunity to better themselves financially for themselves and for their family, and that's just what's going to happen. And, and this whole legacy thing that everybody talks about is just a bunch of, it's a bunch of baloney. Wyndham Clark. Wyndham Clark won the U.S. Open last year. Another example. Wyndham Clark wins the U.S. Open, and they're talking to him at LIV. Everybody knows they talked to him at LIV. They talked to him at LIV. He wanted $100 million, something like that. I heard that, you know. Maybe it's not true. I don't know. That's kind of what I heard. Uh, it, it, no, no, we're not giving you $100 million. Uh, what about seventy-five? No, no, we're not giving you seventy-five. Uh, then, they, then they maybe we'll give you fifty. And they didn't like the fifty, so they, then he comes back with, I'm, "I, I want to play in the PGA Tour for my legacy." <laughs> he talked to his agent. He figured out that if he stays on the PGA Tour, he can make he, he can stay comfortable there, and he can make just about the same amount of money. And and you know what? That that's what he ended up doing. He became a free agent and took a different offer. That's the same thing in every single sport, and it's going to be the same thing in golf, too. Same thing. And you know what? Sometimes, you know what happens when you sign a free agent? You sign a free agent to a big contract, and sometimes they don't play any good. They got their contract. Maybe it was a great year that got him that contract. Maybe it was a great two years that got him that contract. Maybe it was one great half a season that got him that contract. Guy had a lot of sacks this year, and he got him. I got a big contract the next year. Never produced again. It happens all the time. And you know what? In golf, a guy could go out there and say, you know, he has a great year and he plays good and he wins a major championship or he, you know, finishes here or there on the you know PGA Tour, and the next thing you know, the next year, you know, he, he signs somewhere, LIV or whatever, and, and then he, you know, he, he doesn't, uh, doesn't play as good. That can happen. I'm watching the NHL trade deadline right now, and they got these players that are, you know, guys, you know, 35 years old, he's making this much money, he's got this much years left on his contract, you know, you got to pay him this much, how many good years does he have left? It happens in every single sport. But in golf, they're going off of, of people watching and people, you know, uh, coming to, to, to see you, you know, in person. And they'd like to see somebody that maybe they might have 
seen before or might have heard of. I watched that Mexican Open. I didn't even know any of those guys. And I mean, I follow golf a lot. I don't know, know those guys from Man in the Moon. I got to I go down the list. I found Tony Finau, you know, but, but, but other than that, oh my gosh, I, I, I think there's big changes coming. I really do. And, uh, oh boy, if Rory McIlroy, if they get, if, if LIV gets Rory McIlroy, oh, 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 Katie barred the door. I mean, it's already Katie by the door, but they can't, they can't admit it. All right. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. You can check me out on YouTube TV at Hank Haney Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, on nofilter.net as well. Appreciate everybody listening. If you have arthritis pain, make sure you try my Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. You can go to voodoopainrelief.com and get some. It's 100% guaranteed. It is a phenomenal product. The best product. Pain Relief Cream. Uh, I'm telling you, try them all. This product's phenomenal. So uh, if you have the arthritis pain, joint pain, muscle soreness, go check it out at uh, voodoopainrelief.com. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk to you soon on the Hank Any Podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.